Good morning again, friends and family. Thank you for joining me. This is Gail Manizak with City Changers Illinois and the Power and Presence Ministry. And I just give God praise for you today. I thank you for joining me. And uh, pray that you will get something out of this chapter. We're in Galatians chapter 4. I'm in Galatians chapter 4, I should say. Uh, And Paul is explaining about sons. And then... We're going to go into a time about continuing to trust Christ. This has been so good. Galatians, uh, all the books in the Bible are good, of course. So Paul is explaining. He says, I will say it like this. Think about a son who will one day receive what belongs to his father. Think about that. While he is still just a little child, he's like a slave in the family. I don't know why they use that terminology slave in the family, but you know, maybe some kids feel like that. I don't, I don't know, but he he said that is true. Even though all his father's things really belong to him, right? Even as a little child, all of his father's things really belong to that little boy, but he has to wait until the time that his father has decided a look at ourselves, put ourselves in this place. Until then, the son has to obey his teachers. He has to obey the guides who take care of him. And in the same way, we were children like that in God's family. We were slaves, so to speak, to the bad spirits that rule this world. But when... The time that God had decided arrived, he sent his son into the world through a human mother gave birth to him. He was born a Jew under the authority of God's law. I'm speaking about Jesus. And in that way, he made us free from the authority of the law. Okay, hear me. He made us free from the authority of the law. The law is actually, I said this in the last message, the law is actually written on our hearts. And that's why we know, you know, right from wrong. And that's why we feel, we don't feel good when we sin or do things that are wrong. He says before that we were like slaves under the law, but God's son, he paid our debt so that God would accept us as his true children. So because we are his children, God has sent his son's spirit. What's he talking about? The Holy Spirit. Since we are his children, God has sent his son's spirit to live inside of us. So his spirit causes us to call God, Father, my Father, So you are not slaves anymore, but you are God's children. And because of that, you will receive all the good things that God has promised you. Okay, I wanted to clarify that. And then in verse 8, continuing, excuse me, continue to trust Christ. Verse 8, before when you did not know God... Listen to me now, because this applies to most of us, most all of us, actually. Before, when you did not know God, because there was a time that you did not know him, 
You served false gods. They were not gods at all, but you were their slaves. But now you do know God, or really I should say that God knows you. So you must turn back to serve those, you must not turn back to serve those weak spirits that rule this world. So there are demons and spirits of the dark side that rule this world. The Bible's clear on that. Why, why do you want to obey their useless rules, Paul says, and become their slaves again? That's what happens. We give in to temptation. We begin to serve those spirits that we used to serve. We begin to do those bad things we used to do. And we become their slaves again. You become enslaved again and in bondage to demons. If you do that. So you say that, you know, certain days or months or seasons or years are special. And that's how we want to please God. I'm afraid, Paul says, I'm afraid about you. I worked very much to help you. And I don't want my work to have no results so he's basically following up he's discipling which is what we're supposed to be doing and what we have really focused on lately here and I'm sure all Christians all over the world the Lord has us thinking about how we the church have fallen short of discipling others but anyway let me not get off track In verse 12, Paul says, you know what, my Christian friends, please become like me. I ask you to do this because, you know what, when I was with you, I became like you. You did not, you did not then do anything wrong to me. You must remember that I first came to you because I was ill. So that was when I first told God's good news to you. I caused trouble for you because I was ill. But you did not insult me, he said. You did not tell me to to go away, but you were kind to me. You took care of me as if I were an angel from God or even Christ Jesus himself. But now you do not seem to be happy with me anymore. So I can say that you would have pulled out your own eyes to help me. That's how you used to feel. You would have given them to me if that had been possible. Now Paul's trying to get a point across here, but now I seem to have become your enemy. Is that because I'm telling you God's true message? So Paul's talking about these false teachers. He says those false teachers try very much to please you, but they do not really want what is good for you they don't if they're false let me tell you they're of the enemy and they are out to steal kill and destroy the enemy only has three purposes for us to get in the door and then to steal kill and destroy so they want to make you turn away from me paul says well of course they do they want to pull them away from the truth the truth that Paul has been teaching them and get them out not believing the truth 
he says then you will only want to listen to them it's it's good you know why because they've lured them in and they listen to a little of it we we don't have time for that friends we've got to listen to what god is saying what god is teaching we've got to walk on the straight and narrow and stay there and not we we've got to have discernment levels and i pray for that for each and every one of you that are high enough to discern these false prophets false apostles false evangelists so paul goes on and he says you know what it's good for someone to try to please other people if they really want to help them but sometimes it's a lure folks it's just a an enemy luring us out you know the enemy will come to you with good thoughts like well we could really help her uh, in this situation and yet that's a person that is really drawing you into some sort of ungodly temptation more than likely so we have to be wise in our in the things that we choose to do and the people we choose to be with we have to use our our discernment and we have to be wise Paul goes on to say that's true all the time, not only when I am there with you. He said, my children, I feel like a a mother who is giving birth to you again. And I will continue to feel that kind of pain until you become more completely like Christ. So Paul was seeing how, how the enemy was working against them through the false apostles. And it was painful to him. And it would be painful to us. Have you not been discipling somebody and see them being drawn away by the things of the world and how painful that felt and and how much more that you wanted to pray and stand in the gap for them? Paul goes on to say, I want very much to be there with you now. But see, he's writing a letter. He knows they're in trouble in the spirit realm. He knows it. God has probably shown him. And then I would know better, he said, how to speak to you if he was there with them in person. As it is, I don't know what to think about you, he says. Then Paul goes on to give a picture of Hagar and Sarah. And he says this to the people. He says, "Um, I say this to you people who want God's law to have authority over you. Think carefully about what that law really says. The Bible says that Abraham had two sons. The mother of one of them was a slave. The mother of the other son was a free woman. Hagar was a slave. Most of us that have read the story, we know know it. Hagar was the slave woman. Her son was born as a result of what Abraham himself decided but Abraham's wife Sarah gave birth to the other son the son was born as a result of what God had promised to Abraham Abraham had been promised a son and it was not going to be Hagar that had that the slave that had that son it was going to be Sarah he promised the son to Abraham and Sarah And somebody got off track there and tried to do it another way. Well, these two women are like pictures of two agreements that God made with his people. Let me say that again. These two women, Hagar and Sarah, 
are like pictures of two agreements that God made with his people. Hagar is like the agreement that God made on Mount Sinai, and that agreement causes people to become slaves. Hagar is like a picture of Sinai Mountain in Arabia. Also, she is like Jerusalem city here on earth now, because that city and its people are slaves under the authority of God's law. But listen to this. Abraham's wife, Sarah, is a picture of the new Jerusalem. Listen to me, friends. Abraham's wife, Sarah, is a picture of the new Jerusalem that is above. Sarah was a free person. Sarah was not a slave. And she is like our mother. It says in the Bible, Be happy, you woman, you woman who could not have any children. You have never known the pain of a child's birth. But now shout loudly because you are so happy. And then Paul goes on to say, yes, be happy because the lonely woman now has more children than the woman who has a husband. So Sarah was going to have many, 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 many children. And you... You, my Christian friends, are like Sarah's son, Isaac. Like him, you became God's children as a result of God's promise. Isaac was born because of God's spirit. So were you. The son who was born in the human way gave much trouble to Isaac at that time. You who are believers receive the same kind of trouble now. But this is what it says in the Bible. Send away the woman who is a slave. I'm going to close here in this Galatians chapter 4. But it says, send away the woman who is a slave and her son. Send them away. That woman's son will never receive anything from his father. The son of the free woman which is Sarah, will receive all those good things. Amen. So in closing in uh, verse 31, so then he says, Paul says, you know what, my Christian friends, we are not children of the woman who is a slave. No, we are children of the free woman. And this is what you are today, friends. You are children of the free woman If you're living and believing in Jesus and filled with his spirit, you are free. If you're not free, you need to keep going back and to the word of God and asking God for the revelation knowledge you need to be free. To get out from under that bondage of of the bondwoman and to get under that covering of the free woman. Amen. And I am going to close here, but Galatians, as, as every other book in the Bible, is absolutely beautiful teachings for us, and we need to stay to the Bible. I really want to say that today because, for one thing, I know people 
I know good Christians that have known the Bible have been, they've even, they're born again, they've been filled with the Spirit, and they're saying the Bible has no relevancy, um, that all we need is to be filled with the Spirit. But you know, personally, I, I just believe as I read the Bible, I see that the two have to be in accord. You know, you have to have the Word and you have to have the Spirit and they have to be in agreement. The Spirit will always agree with the Word of God. The Word of God will always agree with the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to close here and say God bless you each and every one. Have a totally amazing week in Jesus. Or weekend, I should say, with the weekends coming up. God bless you each one.